Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode seven of Drawing About the G-Man, the Giants football podcast. I'm Jace Garcia, joined, like always, by Sean Scanlon and Joe Aguirre. Let's dive right in. The Giants went to the Patriots. Thursday night football. Uh, it, it was looking good. What did you think was going to happen? Well, why don't you preview? Why don't we go back for a minute to what you said last week? <laughs> All right. I mean, I picked them to win. I, I pick with my heart, not my head. <laughs> like I've been saying. I said week one I'm going to pick the Giants to beat the Patriots. I, I, I was always going to do this. You felt like a genius early, though, didn't you? I, I did. It was close. I mean, yeah. Yes, the game was very close. Uh-huh. Giants hung in there. Marcus Gold's, uh, Golden with the fumble recovery for a touchdown. It was all great. I was all hyped up. The, I, I, the one thing, though, like this game was – it got me really upset. Yeah, Giants got destroyed. Yeah, they got beat. But there was a lot of, like – Stupid stuff going on with the refs. The refs this week in all of the NFL were terrible. Uh, the only real drive the Patriots had was off touch fouls. There was constant flags throwing. I, I mean, it, it felt like if any Giants receiver breathed on a wide receiver or anyone on the Patriots offense, it was a flag, and they were going back. The, the, the Patriots were getting yardage from that. And, I mean, really the only Patriots scores came from the defense and then good field position I, I off interceptions from Danny Dimes, who, I mean, didn't look that well. He's a rookie going up against the best defense in the National Football League right now. So, I mean. And you bet on that. That's yeah. hilarious. I mean, you were like, I'm still in Despite all of those things that I know to be true, I'm going with the Giants. Yeah, I, I love the Giants. I mean. What am I going to do? And uh, it, it was great. It, I, I, I love the game. It was an entertaining game. But the refs, it was just atrocious. I mean, we'll get into it when we get into picks. But all around the league last week, the refs were just terrible. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the NFL came out with a statement and talking about it. But, I mean, you can't do that. I mean, the Giants also did look good. I mean, yeah. multiple three and outs uh, against the Tom Brady, that that's great, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of promising uh, moments for this Giants team. What did you guys think of the game? Yeah, if you were to tell me last week that the game would be a touchdown game with less than eight minutes to go, um, I probably wouldn't believe you. I would just say that you're crazy. But they were able to stay in this game. Defense played very well, especially in uh, the situational plays, um, like third and fourth down in the red zone. When it mattered the most, they got the stops and they got off the field um, to give the ball back to the offense, held them to a couple field goals. But uh, on the offense, as we mentioned, uh, Daniel Jones kind of had a rough day. But um, And I think that the one thing that we've seen so far, difference between Eli and Daniel Jones, obviously Daniel Jones gives you better mobility in the pocket. He's willing to push the ball downfield more than Eli is. But the one big difference, I think, is that he's holding on to the ball way too long in the pocket. Um, if he sees something that's not there, he's just holding on, not um, throwing the ball out of bounds. Like a smart veteran would do, Eli would like to get the ball out quick. So... None of this happens. And on the second touchdown, it showed he's in the pocket for seven or eight seconds. No one's getting separation downfield. And it gives the pass rush enough time. He gets hit on the elbow and the throw. And then it leads to a bad pass, which gets picked off. So I think that he just he needs to work on that. And that's just going to come with time. He's still a very young quarterback. But he definitely has to work on getting that ball out quicker. 
Um, more about the offense, I think uh, Golden Tate got in a good rhythm with Daniel Jones. After not being involved much at all against the Vikings, they got to use him a little bit more this week. And it helped that, I mean, a lot of the weapons weren't there. But it was good to see that. Um, and the defense, like, like we said, looked very, very good. Alec Ogletree looked great in his return. He had 12 tackles, a sack, and two tackles for loss. Uh, Zoe Carter finally had his breakout game. Um, he had the strip sack that led to the golden touchdown and another QB hit. So I think that the defense, um, as we mentioned throughout the couple weeks, the, the defense is just very young. You got to give them some time to click and get that chemistry together. And they've shown it so far. They um, only allowing 21 points to the pass offense. They had the block punt. And then obviously the uh, Hilleman fumble that they brought back for a touchdown. So a lot of optimism going forward. I think, like we said, the defense is just going to continue to get better. And, um, yeah, once Daniel Jones gets his weapons back, I think that he'll be just fine. If you would have told me before the game it was going to be 35-14, I would have been like, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, the Patriots obviously are in a at a higher level than the Giants are. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um and I think we knew going in, Bill Belichick teams eat up rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. And this was this was no exception. Looking at Daniel Jones, 15 for 30, 161 yards, touchdown, three picks. It's about what Eli would have done. Uh, now, current Eli, you know. So don't love that. Don't love that. Uh, you know, I, I love his confidence. I think you're right. I mean, he, he, he feels like he's got all day back there. He's almost overly confident, mm -hmm. uh, like a number six pick in the draft. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's acting like he was highly touted uh, coming out of there. Here's another bungling move by the Giants, though. Uh, John Hillman, Jonathan Hillman is, is not an NFL quality running back. John, Jonathan Hillman should never, ever, ever, ever start a football game in the NFL. And there are lots of guys who are unemployed who could have done a much better job literally walking into the locker room off the streets from just a couple of days ago. Um, I, 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 I don't understand why they haven't done anything even before Wayne Goldman got hurt, why they didn't already start making some phone calls to get a professional experienced run. I mean, you're trying to replace Saquon Barkley yeah. in, in, in this lineup. And I like Wayne Goldman Jr., but that is a that that you're going from an A plus to a C minus. And then Jonathan Hillman's like an F. You're telling me that you, you can't find anybody else to come in and get some carries for the – I mean, you got a good offensive line. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that they're in a tough spot. Unbelievable. So with just a short week, I don't think they that they had a lot of time to bring in a running back, learn all the offense in about two days, and then fly out to New England and expect them to do much. I think that's probably the reasoning behind it. But I do agree with you. You have to get someone, some veteran in there that could at least um, – put up a couple of good runs against the Pats defense. Um, names, there are a lot of names out there, like Jay Ajayi. Um, we just signed Buck Allen, luckily, this week. Yeah. He's a good receiving threat. But I think we should have done it the week before yes. against the Vikings, which when we had the week to prepare them um, and give the running back some reps, yeah, I do agree with you. We should have probably brought someone in. I thought, you know, you brought it up a couple of minutes ago, but Alec Ogletree, 
uh, I, you know, I was I was excited when the Giants picked him up, and he's been so underwhelming. Uh, and, and to see a really good game in his return again makes me optimistic because, I, you know, I think what a young defense that's trying to learn I, you need a good like captain like like Antonio yeah. Pierce mm-hmm. was. That's the kind of guy I want in the huddle. Yeah, Tony and, and in my mind, I want to believe that Alec Ogletree can be that guy. And then he plays like garbage week in and week out. You know, obviously he's been out, comes back, and, and has, I, I think, his best game as a giant. Yeah, definitely. Other than the two-pick game against the Bears last year, probably definitely up there. I think I think when you look at the overall uh you know where where this defense is at. There is a lot to be excited about. We were talking just before we went on here uh, about the fact that the Giants are still somehow in the division. Yeah. Um. And and you know do have some pretty winnable games coming up. So and and Saquon coming back eventually. So who Thank knows God. where things could be. Yeah. Thank goodness the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys stink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Going back to that Pats game, I mean, Jonathan Hillman had 11 carries. That's as many as Saquon had week one against the Cowboys. You can't be doing that. I think, like, I put a lot of blame blame on the refs. You got to look at Pat Shermer. Like, the play calling in this game was not good. You look at third downs, him going for a slant and then also a a five-yard curl route, and uh, Daniel Jones was eyeing the receiver the whole time. And you had Stephon Gilmore right there. He was the one covering it. And one end up to a pick. I mean, you got to give either you have to put in the offense or you got to give Daniel Jones a little bit of freedom to audible that, find something else, find uh, Darius Slayton or something on the side who has a better matchup than Stephon Gilmore and Golden Tate. I mean, you got to be able to do something like that. You got to give some freedoms. And also, you... You don't have Saquon there. You don't have uh, uh, Gallman there. You can't be running the ball this much with Illman and your fullback, Eli Penny. That That's just absurd. Against a Patriots team, which, I mean, the first half, we were the Giants were in it. I mean, if, if Shermer would have let some go, who knows? Who knows? If Shermer would have opened up the offense a lot more, who knows what could have happened. You're making a good point there, and it's a point I've been continuing to make all year is Shermer. Yeah. You know, you you had a game that you were somehow in and take some chances, do something, you know? That, the only way the Giants were going to beat the Patriots was A, to play a perfect game, which they didn't. No. So mm-hmm. already they were behind the eight ball, but they, ha- they had to have – look, the, the Golden Tate, which I loved – that uh, that, that's so far my play of the year, um, and and it makes me laugh to you know be, there were some people that didn't love that. There what were people the, that didn't love that. What is little what he thing scored? He went to the end zone. Oh yeah, yeah. he's been doing that his whole career. That there was people that didn't shot. like that, and I thought you know the people that didn't like that are the same people that didn't like Odell Beckham on yeah. the Giants. Yeah. The same Giants fans yeah. that wanted Odell gone. Hundred percent. They don't like hot dog and wide receivers. Uh, but they've never broken off a 64-yard touchdown run. You don't know how cool that must be to yeah. be able to turn around and, you yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, that's that you, yeah. you've earned that right. 
Yeah. You've earned yeah. that right. I love bat flippers. You don't like it, then yeah. get me out. Yeah, David Wilson, remember him, the bat flipper? Good yeah. lord, yeah. He was a beast. All-timer. But, yeah, I That's think. it's about. Yeah, Showtime Tate. I mean, he comes out to play every week, and he plays hard. And, I mean, when he gets plays like that against the best defense in the league, trying to get some momentum back, I mean, you got you to gotta show that you're there for a reason. They got to get the ball in his hands more. Yeah, they, they they definitely you know these receivers are okay. Yeah, you know I mean hopefully Sterling Shepard uh, gets out of his fog. That's a scary situation. Two, two concussions in three weeks. Yeah, is... yeah, well I mean you know we've seen guys' careers end. Uh, yeah. You know yeah. with, with successive uh, concussions. So yeah. he's got to get that right. But I mean this Giants receiving core, pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, the, Slay, Slayton stepped up more than I, I thought he would have to this point, too. Again, you're you're playing a game where you're probably not going to beat the Patriots. And 11, 11 carries for Hillman. Jones threw the ball 31 times and didn't complete a whole lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not good. The, 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 you know, I, I've been saying this a lot that throw the score out the window a little bit. You, you know, you, you, you lost 35-14. And I know the game was closer than, than what that final score looks like, but these are, these are games that if, you, if you're going to lose, you, you should get something out of it, I guess, is, is, is what I'm trying to say here. And, and I feel like, you know, when you've got Jones just throwing, 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 throwing because you're losing – you're not really learning the playbook. You're not really, like, getting the offense in sync. If you're constantly running in desperation, I mean, the, the, you're, you're losing. Run the playbook. Let the offense get used to running plays. I, that, that, I mean, again, this is a developmental year. This is what it's supposed to be. Take advantage of it. You know? Yeah. Don't don't fall behind and just start throwing the football. I, I mean, it's it because you're going to lose anyway, and that's to your advantage. Look at those Dolphins throwing it left, right, yeah. and sideways. Yeah, they don't want to win games. Yeah, I mean, if you go back to the week prior to the against the Vikings, the second half when the Giants came out, they had a big long possession. They they changed up their offense due to the fact that. Gallman got injured, and they had Hillman, and they had Penny. So their run game was just screens and that stuff. I would have liked to see that more in this game. Also, I mean, throwing the football isn't that bad. I think he, he could have gotten it done. But I think there's something in the playbook where Shermer just wants Daniel Jones to eye out down one receiver or something. Or maybe it is Daniel Jones just eyeing down, not going through his read progressions in the oh. pocket or yeah. – when he's uh, dropping back, I, there, there's something up there because he does he does make questionable throws, and I, I think a lot of that is just rookie stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. he, once he learns, once he develops, he'll get good with that. We're talking about Sterling Shepard. Uh, he he still he did not play with a concussion. Uh, Evan Ingram and Saquon Barkley and Goldman all looking pretty good. They might. Come back this week, uh, mm-hmm. Evan Ingram with the knee, Wayne Gallman with the concussion, and Saquon Barkley with the ankle. Uh, yeah, things are still questionable with Sterling Shepard, especially after the back-to-back concussions. Uh, Jonathan Hillman did get waived along with Austin Walter, and Nate Stuper, uh 
him getting driven back into the punter for that. Uh, yeah, Nate, punt Nate was, subpar. Uh, that was uh, just atrocious. Uh, but the Giants did re-sign both Benny Fowler and Alex Tanney. And they, as you mentioned earlier, Sean, they got Buck Allen. And they also had uh, C.J. Anderson work out. Mm-hmm. So they chose Buck Allen over him. Now let's preview the game coming up this week. The Cardinals, the rookie QB matchup. Well, Kyler Murray versus Daniel Jones. Uh, this is a winnable game for the Giants. I mean, the, the Cardinals aren't they aren't the Patriots, you know? Mm. Um, I am interested to see how the defense does with Kyler Murray because mm-hmm. he is a mobile QB. That isn't something that the Giants have faced yet this year, so that should be interesting. Uh, David Johnson has looked like a beast. Uh, not, not, not running the ball too much. But him out of the backfield, catching mm-hmm. the football has been good. And Larry Fitzgerald is a, I mean, Janoris Jenkins versus Larry Fitzgerald is a retirement home matchup. But <laughs> we'll see who who can uh, dust off the cobwebs. And I, I, I really like the Cardinals' defense. Uh, it's very underrated. The pass rush of Chandler Jones and mm-hmm. Terrell Suggs, the offensive line is going to have some problems. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. I, I had that written down too. It's going to be a big test for uh, Mike Remmers and Nate Solder. Um, I said similar to the Vikings matchup with uh, two great pass rushers, Everson Griffin and Daniel Hunter. That I mean, they were in Daniel Jones' face all day. So it's definitely going to be a big test uh, going against Chandler Jones and Terrell Suggs for them. They gotta they gotta come out with their A game for sure. And then uh, yeah, you mentioned uh, just trying to contain the mobility of uh, Kyler Murray and David Johnson out of the backfield. Going to be another big test for this defense, but it, it looks to me like they're starting to improve every week. So hopefully we build on that into this week. And um, like you said, yeah, very winnable game that I think we should be able to pull out at home. Um, I have two quarterbacks on my fantasy team. One, Russell Wilson, possible league MVP. Mm-hmm. Number yeah. two is Kyler Murray. And I have decided to start Kyler Murray this week. And I'll tell you what, he's been a beast every single week this season. And the Cardinals uh, are going to be good. They're going to be good because he is a really good quarterback. And uh, their offense is 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 really, really good. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald's having like a renaissance. It's been in, yeah. had some great games. Obviously, David Johnson, a great runner. Uh, this is a really good defense. I, it's I don't I don't know I I mean it's a winnable game for the Giants in that you know that you're going up against a fellow rookie quarterback, but I think in in all phases of the game I think the Cardinals are slightly better than the Giants literally in every department. Um, I don't I don't know about that one. I do. The a Giants O line is definitely better. Um, all right, a lot of places on the defense that are O line. Well, where else? Yeah. What else you got? Where uh, else? I mean, their secondary is not. They get Patrick Peterson back, which would definitely help. That'll but help. As of right now, I think the Giants are better. I don't. Carlos' defense, other than that pass rush, isn't that great? You know what I mean? Yep. That, yeah. Yeah. They're gonna. Same. I think. I think that they're gonna get exposed this week by Daniel Jones. Honestly. I think. I think they're gonna come out and sling. Come it. on, are you? Are you really? Yeah. You're falling for <laughs> it too, huh? <laughs> I'm not falling for anything. I'm I'm trusting with my eyes. Daniel Jones is a good prospect. He's, he's a great prospect. I, he's gonna have I, I a don't bounce think back he's game. not. Again, I'll t- let me tell think, you. Yeah. Let me tell you the difference between what Kyler Murray's been doing and what Daniel Jones has been doing. And I wouldn't normally know this, but I've been paying attention to Kyler Murray 
for obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> he he's lit it up every week. Every week. I mean they they put him in great position. He scores a lot of points. They they rack up a lot of yards. Yeah. He's and he's on a I mean he, what, what should statistically be a worse team than the Giants. But I don't see it that way. I think this team's progressing at a slightly better rate than the Giants. See, I I do. I I, I do. And, yeah. and, and listen, I love the Giants. I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to be like the like the negative Giant guy here. Yeah. That's not what. That's not what I mean. Yeah. But I've been. I mean, Kyler Murray's been unbelievable. He hasn't had any yeah. fifteen for thirty-one, uh, hundred sixty-one yard games. It hasn't happened. Yeah. Yeah. He also right. hasn't faced the Patriots defense with no weapons, so. I, I think that I think that has to do with it. But I, 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 I do. Hold up. Do you? I do let me agree. Ask you a question, then, Sean. Let I do me ask you a question. Okay. Let me ask you this straight up. You tell me. Yep. Let's say Evan Ingram was in the game. Yeah, he practiced fully today. Let's say Saquon played in that game. He also practiced. Do you believe the Giants? Could beat the Patriots. Let's say the Giants mm. get hot, win the win, win the NFC East, mm. and come February of 2020, Giants Patriots. Do you think there's? You think the Giants could win with all those guys back? You're say it. Are you saying last week? Or no, 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 down the line. I'm saying could they win the Super Bowl against the Patriots <laughs> if everybody was healthy? I don't. Well, I don't know what the teams. Uh, if everyone's healthy, I everyone's I mean, I, healthy. Everyone's back and healthy, ready to go. I'd probably say. Did the Giants no. win that Super Bowl? Yeah. I'd probably February 2020. <laughs> no, I thought they won with Jason. Like I got it written down. <laughs> no, yeah. 35-12. I don't. I don't think so. But the. I History mean, repeats itself. The receiver. How far off do you think the Giants are? Let me ask I, you that. I think. This year's, like you said, a developmental year. I think next year's the year where the Giants are back, they make their mark, and they make the playoffs. And I think two or three from years now, we're a serious Super Bowl contender with Daniel Jones still in his rookie contract and a very young defense and a lot of good playmakers around him. I think, so I think it's a two- to three-year window where we'll be back to Super Bowl contention. I've re- I don't think it's really that far away. I, with Daniel Jones on his rookie contract, a lot of money next year to spend on the defense. He thinks they're going all the, the way this year. <laughs> no, I, no, no, I'm just playing. Yeah, I'm no. only playing. But I, I do. I agree with Sean. I think. The, yeah, the, but the Cardinals have looked a lot better the past couple of weeks. I do agree with you. Well, I don't think it's really a mismatch either way. But I just I think that the Giants have a a very slight advantage. Not definitely not by. Me. I just I guess my thing is is I, I haven't seen from. any defense slow Kyler Murray down. Yeah, and and again by virtue of following Kyler, I've noticed you know that what, yeah. what a great year Fitzgerald's had, and 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 Johnson's a beast. I haven't seen anyone, including the Seahawks, uh, who they were in a shootout with. I haven't seen anybody slow these guys down, and so my thought is. Can this young, developing Giants defense seriously slow them down? Yeah. You know, and and look, Arizona's pass rush is good. And the Giants' offensive line is good. It's going to be – that's probably going to be the matchup of the week mm-hmm. is, is yeah. to see how that goes. But if they're getting pressure or they're able to get to Daniel Jones or, or able to cause him to not throw the ball as well as he can – that again with Peterson back, that secondary yeah. could find some opportunities, and 
just like that, you'd be in some big trouble. I would love to see the Giants put together a, a great game on defense and have the offense play well. And it sounds like everybody's back. It, it would be great to see this team healthy with all the weapons and uh, against uh, again what's what I think is a fairly uh, uh, similar opponent. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It would be good to see them healthy. All things could go head to head and see exactly where they are. Because yeah. I, the more I watch Tampa, the more I think I just can't get a read on that. And I don't know if that was, you know, I mean, again, especially yeah. the way things happened, yeah. was it just good fortune that the Giants had to win a game and that was going to be one of them? Or are these, you know, so I think games like these are important just to see where you're at, especially mm-hmm. with a team with another rookie quarterback. I believe the only quarterback taken ahead of Jones, correct? Yeah. yeah so there you go. Uh-huh. Hilarious. All right. Let's get into picks then. Hold on one second. Just think about this because, <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I think you're an exception to the rule, but how did you feel about the draft of Jones on, on draft day? On draft day, I hated it. Hated it. I hated it. I, I was – Okay. With I, that. Yeah, I remember you and I talked when it happened. You yeah. remember, I remember. I remember you actually uh, sort of you you came at me with the uh, talking points for Daniel Jones, yeah. and I was like, I, "Yeah, that sounds like a lot of like we'll see." Yeah, I started to fall into that soon after, just because I mean he played at Duke football, and not a lot of people are going to look into that. So once right. I actually looked at that, he had one of the worst O lines in the country. He his receivers led the league and or led the nation in drops last year. I, I mean, it just shows that he can do it. It's just he didn't have a lot around him to help. This guy knew. You knew. Yeah, and now this Good literally call. this week, one versus six. This is a pretty yeah. big hype matchup to see yeah. who's the best rookie quarterback in the NFL. This this yeah. could determine it. This could this could pretty if if Jones wins this game, he makes Gettleman look like a genius for picking him sixth. See, I at th- least for the week. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's all I mean. <laughs> Time will tell, obviously, yeah. but for the week, if yeah. he can beat Kyler Murray, he's going to make Dave Gettleman, people are going to be like, maybe the Cardinals should have taken him number one. <laughs> yeah. I, I That's going to be the talk if he wins. Yeah. If he loses. Now you got a point. I think the right? big thing between Kyler Murray and Daniel Jones is Daniel Jones is Gettleman's guy. Kyler Murray is the actual coach, Cliff Kingsbury's guy. Right. Yep. The air raid offense, that's where uh, Kyler Murray came from. The air raid, Cliff Kingsbury is the first air raid coach in the NFL. So it's all focused around. That's his guy. That's yeah. who he wants to run his offense. Uh, Pat Shermer, as I, I don't want to make this a me just uh, talking <laughs> crap about Pat Shermer, but as in that last game, it did not look like – Pat Shermer's offense and Daniel Jones work too well. I know that Daniel Jones is Gettleman's guy because the Eli Manning camp and he's got this good relations or whatever, but you need to find a coach that works with that. And I think that is where the Cardinals have succeeded. So, but I love the Giants too much. (laughs) 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 So let's, let's talk picks week six, both me and Sean, we're eight and six. Joe, seven and seven. Five My hundred. worst week of the year. Yeah. Still haven't gone under 500 in a week, so I'm proud of that. 
right. And then uh, for total records, I'm 57, 34, and 1. Joe, 53, 38, and 1. Sean coming back, 49, 42, and 1. Starting to, starting to get close. Chipping away. It's chipping away. That's, yeah, I'm coming. And uh, like I just said, let's let's start off with the Cardinals at the Giants. I, I can't pick against the Giants, ever. Got to go Giants this week. Um, I feel like any any week that they have a winnable matchup, I feel like I got to go with the Giants. And this week, I'm not just saying that just because, they, <laughs> just because they're favored, but I really do think that they have an opportunity to go. Um, with Saquon and Ingram practicing today, you yeah. know, hopefully they get both of them back. I don't expect Shep back just because of concussion, but having them two back will be a huge um, plus from last week. We'll actually get some separation against the DB and against a much worse um, secondary. So, yeah, I think that it is a very close game because I do expect Kyler Murray to play well as well. But I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it's a shootout, high-scoring battle um, to the end, and Giants pull it out late. If the Giants win... Somebody loses in the Cowboys Eagles game, and the Giants are one game back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it would obviously give everybody hope for maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I think the Giants will not even make that enter into our minds because the Cardinals uh, are going to win the game. They're going to, I mean, the Cardinals have consistently scored around 30 points, and I believe yeah. the Giants have achieved that once. So you're going to have mm-hmm. to score a lot. If you're going to beat the Cardinals, and so far I haven't seen it. All Sorry. Right. And then so, uh, no, that's a fair point. Yeah. Uh, I I think the defense will will step it up though. Uh, yeah. Then uh, Thursday night football: Chiefs at Broncos. Who called the Chiefs losing at home for a second week in a row? This yeah. guy. Yeah. Good call. I knew it. it Got to tip the cap. And now they're going to beat the Broncos this week. <laughs> yeah. I. I <laughs> Oh, it's tough to play in Denver, but the, the, they're mad. Too three in a row? Ago. Could the there's, Chiefs lose three in a row? There's no way. No way. I'm begging the Chiefs to just explode here. Um, Sean's on the fence. <laughs> I, I wrote down <clears throat> Chiefs originally, but it is tough to play a mile high. The Broncos have won two straight. They've been around all those games that they lost. Chiefs have struggled. The O-line looks terrible right now. Patty's a little banged up. I'm just I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take the Broncos this week. Try and get the comeback going. Yeah. Thank you, sir. How about you? What are you doing somewhere? Chiefs, easy. Uh, (laughs) He's like no brainer. (laughs) It may be tough to don't overthink it. Yeah. You may get tired, but. Throwing the football is easy when it's higher out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Cal- and Patty Mahomes loves three in a row. Come yeah. on. Cowboys and Rams just lost three in a row. So, I mean, it's not not impossible. You're right. So, I don't know. I, I just we'll got see. a feeling. I'm, I'm going Broncos. Okay. Then, uh, speaking of the Rams, they go to Atlanta to face the Falcons. Falcons uh, lost to the Cardinals last week. Falcons Yikes. He- heavily struggling. So are the Rams, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I picked the Rams to bounce back on the road, get it done. They just picked up Jalen uh, Ramsey for two uh, future first-round picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tra- they ha- traded away Marcus Peters to the Ravens. Uh, I-, I like the Jalen Ramsey pickup. Uh, I-, I don't think he's going to play this week, but the- I, I ex- fully expect the Rams to bounce back. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, with Ramsey not playing this week and trading away Marcus Peters, a keep to lead to IR, they're not going to have any any corners out there. So, And the Falcons' offense is very good. 
And I'm not going to pick the Falcons here, but I do think it will be a very, very high, like in the 30, high 30s, low 40s game, because they're just not going to be a lot of defense being played in this game. But I do expect the Rams to um, win this one. I do as well. Jared Goff, man, every week I, he blows me away. Every week where I think this guy's not that good, he goes out and throws for like 400 yards, a couple of touchdowns, and uh, I, I believe he's going to, uh, despite the fact that the Falcons are pretty uh, weak at the corner, or that the Rams are weak at corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Something's wrong with the Falcons, and I, yeah. I just think it continues at home, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, AFC East uh, <laughs> battle as uh, Fitzpatrick takes over for uh, Josh Rosen as the Dolphins go to Buffalo to take on the Bills. Uh, Dolphins had their closest game last week, losing by one point to the Redskins. Uh, that's the closest game they're going to have all season. The Bills are going to destroy them. Somebody yeah. said they went oh, they went for, uh, for Tua on that last play. Yeah, yeah. The, the two point conversion. <laughs> yeah, they went for Tua. I liked it. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, Bills is a pretty easy one in this one. Yeah, the only thing uh, I'm just interested to see if the Dolphins could even score a touchdown against this great defense. Yeah. That's really all I'm looking out for. But yeah, Bills are easy pick in this one. I think Fitz Magic is going to make an appearance, but it's not going to be this week uh, against the Buffalo Bills. Unfortunately, who are way too good a team, uh, and and the Dolphins. The, the the 72 Dolphins probably couldn't win in Buffalo. Uh, you know what I mean? It would be tough. I think they did, but it's tough. This team's never going to do it. Mm. Well, it is a revenge game for Fitzpatrick. Though, so. <laughs> Although there's a lot of games that are revenge games for <laughs> yeah. Fitzpatrick. He's like eight. Yeah, and right? <laughs> Pretty much anywhere he goes, there's a revenge game. All right, and then uh, going from one terrible team to another... The Bengals host the Jaguars. Uh, Minshew mania continues in Cincinnati. Does it? Jags get it done. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, my, my guy's been quiet the past couple weeks, but um, especially last week he had a rough game. But, yeah, I think they bounce back this week. Um, Bengals just everywhere. They just, I mean, there's nowhere that gives them hope. A.J. Green's still out. Joe Mixon's had a terrible year. Andy Dalton has never been the option at quarterback. Defense is terrible. So, yeah, I think that – I mean, it'll probably be a tight game because the Bengals have been in tight games. Um, they played the Ravens actually decently. But, yeah, I think that the Jags will pull this one out. Um, I'm I'm no longer um, – I, I, you know, in my fantasy league, I had Minshew on my watch list. I took him off this week. Yeah. <laughs> I did. He's not even worth a watch at this point. And there's not much else left out there. The Bengals can't lose every game. I think this is the week where the Bengals are going to get one of them rare wins. This yeah. would be one of two or three they win this year, but I think they're going to finally get was, one. Yeah, I was going back and forth too, but I just I don't I don't trust that Bengals defense. The, you know what? You know why I, I decided to do it because I thought a lot about it, and I was like, "Nah, that's stupid." And then I thought that this whole season's been stupid, yeah. so it yeah. makes more sense that that would happen. Yeah, that's why All I'm right. doing it. Which is the same reason why I said the Chiefs were going to lose at home again, because that's been it's it's been that kind of year where yeah. stupid stuff keeps happening. Yeah, hopefully yeah. hopefully it keeps going with their uh, third straight loss. Yeah, week. right. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Sometimes you just got to go with the gut. Yep. Uh, Vikings at Lions NFC North matchup. Uh, talking about the refs earlier, the 
the Monday night game, Packers against the Lions, it was atrocious what the refs did to the Lions. Like, as someone who played defensive line, when you get separation and they're calling you hands to the face, that is just insane. It, it honestly makes me physically ill. Because that was phenomenal defense by Trey Flowers. Mm-hmm. And the refs kept calling a flag. It was stupid. The NFL had to make a statement about how bad those calls were. That was ridiculous. Lions are going to bounce back at home and beat the Vikings. I like the Lions a lot this year. Yeah, I was just as angry as you because I picked the Lions last week. And, I mean, that the game just basically got robbed from them. Um, yeah. On top of the two uh, hands to the face, a couple other very bad calls. Um, but for the Vikings-Lions this week, I – um. Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs have finally started to get going a little bit, but that's against um, the Eagles and Giants secondary the past two weeks. Eagles probably the worst secondary in the league. So, And against a very good Lions defense that's pissed off after a game that's taken from them at home, I think that they come out in a, a pretty low-scoring brawl. I think that they pull it out against the Vikings. What do I think about Kirk Cousins? You don't like him. Come on, what's the word? He's a bum. Bum. Ah, all right, yeah. He's had a couple of couple of wins, been riding high. I went against him last week, and I'm going to do it again this week. The Lions are for real. They are. They really are. It's a good team, yeah. and uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, th- this has been a really weird NFL season. But the, the worse than than the results of these games it has been obviously the penalties. You guys see where Barry Sanders uh, kind of spoke out on Twitter. He never does yeah. that. Yeah, he was very. He was like, "What? What's going on, NFL? Like, yeah. get get, he get it never together." Opens his mouth. Oh yeah, things. they were like, people were like, "Wow, Barry Sanders like felt the need to like criticize." Yeah, fix it. That's when you know. Yeah, for the pass, the no call pass interference at the end of the Giants game, I, I went on Twitter to see because I thought maybe I'm biased, maybe that wasn't. But when Stone called Steve Austin, calls it horse crap. Uh, I think yeah. I think that yeah the golden tape play that was no he was talking about your prediction oh, before oh, the game okay that's what he was referring to hey I'm uh, still in the lead <laughs> I'm still in the lead though think about how much higher you'd be if yeah. you would have gone against the Giants yeah, every we said game this last week. <laughs> I, I gotta keep, keep it blowing us out of the water right? I gotta keep it entertaining <laughs> uh, all right Raiders at Packers uh, I don't see how the Raiders can get it done in Lambeau. The Raiders have been surprising, though. They've been doing pretty well. Uh, I think after after the Chiefs' losses, they're either one out or tied they're, for that division. That That's yeah. insane to me yeah, to the, think about. The graphic where they post, uh, if the playoffs were to start today, the, the Raiders would be the sixth seed right now, which is pretty scary to that think. That is crazy. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they can't go into Lambeau and, and get it done. No. Yeah, Raiders are much improved, but um, definitely a tall task to go into Lambeau and try and win that game. I think that um, the Packers, hopefully they get some of their receivers back, maybe Devontae Adams, and I think that they'll actually win this game pretty big at home. This could well be the only game we all agree on. Packers, easy in this one. Oh, uh, We all agreed on the Bills. Bill, yeah, Bills. Oh, I forgot. I, I meant, that's, I meant yeah. with, when it's two actual NFL teams yeah, playing. That's, yeah, that's I a, should have thrown that yeah, caveat that's in That's a consensus there. every yeah. week. Yeah. All right. And then an AFC South matchup as the Texans go to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. I mean, 
Texans win in and beat the Chiefs on the road. I don't see how they don't go into Indianapolis and beat them on the road. I mean, Deshaun Watson is an MVP candidate right now. He, that offense is just electric. And, yeah, they're going to get it done. Yeah. Um, so we saw what the Colts did to game plan against uh, Patrick Mahomes. And, obviously, they, they shut him down very well. Um, so against another mobile quarterback in Deshaun Watson, I think that the Colts will pull this one out at home. They've been playing uh, – that run game has been tremendous. Jacoby Brissett has done done his part for the most part. So I think that this is probably one of the better matchups of the week, definitely Texans and Colts, but I think that the Colts will uh, get this one at home. Yeah, this is a game I want to watch, mm-hmm. um, and I have gone against Jacoby Brissett all season long. That will stop this week because I think the Colts are going to beat the Texans. And I love Deshaun Watson. He's one of my favorite players, non-giant division. Um, He is, he is, you know, it's right right now, him and uh, him and Wilson, uh, Russell, are fighting neck and neck for, uh, for, for MVP. And I, I I think Watson even might have nudged ahead, but I think this week, I think, you know, don't sleep on the Colts. Yeah, I think people don't realize that's a pretty good team they got over there. Mm-hmm. I think they win this one. I think it's going to be a good game. I, I think it's going to be close, and I think it'll be decided late. Okay. Yep. Uh, I, I I feel like this one's going to be another sweep. 49ers at the Redskins. Redskins only beat the Dolphins by one. Niners have been very impressive. Uh, 5-0 and now. I, they're going to make it 6-0. and Washington's barely a team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 49ers, easily, I think, best D-line in football. Um, just a, yeah. a bunch of first-rounders, D. Ford, Nick Bosa, um, DeForest Buckner, Armstead, Solomon Thomas. It literally doesn't stop. So, I mean, I th- yeah, I don't think I have to go much explanation for this one. The Redskins are riding high right now. They got to be feeling pretty good about themselves. Yeah, Landon Collins, course, uh, Defensive Player of the Week. Isn't that something else? Hate to see that, don't you, Jace? Landon Collins. Stud safety. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, there's it no way. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Niners by like a million points this yeah. week. Agreed. All right. Then Chargers go to Tennessee to take on the Titans, both really struggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Titans so much so they bench Mariota and bring in Ryan Tannehill. That's like a... Uh, that's that's terrible. Yeah. Your, I, your boy Mariota, Joe. <laughs> I, Tannehill. You want to laugh? Look who I picked this week. <laughs> so did I. Tannehill cannot win a football game in the NFL. I don't think, especially getting thrown into the Titans. They did not score on the Broncos uh, last week. Chargers get it done on the road. Yeah, uh, this is one of the uglier games of the week. Two teams that are really struggling at this point, but um. I think that Phillip Rivers is done. I think that he's got to throw the towel in. He just he just doesn't have it anymore. So many injuries on that Chargers defense. They've looked terrible. So And they lost to a third-string quarterback last week. I think that the lose to the backup quarterback this week, I think that the Titans pull it out at home in a very low-scoring, ugly brawl. What do I always say about Marcus Mariota? He's also a bum, <laughs> just like Kirk Cousins. Now that he's on the bench... I'm going Titans because the Titans always win the games you don't think they're going to win, and no one thinks they're going to win this one, so watch them win it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, they can't fault Ryan that logic. Hill at yeah. their QB. I, yeah, I think Derrick Henry It'll will run. just enforce the idea that Marcus Mariota sucks is yeah. a bum. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think Henry's going to have a day against that bad Chargers. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's been outstanding. Yeah. He had another huge game. He's huge. They're going to win the game. Watch. Okay. All right. I shall see you, I guess. Uh, the undefeated under Teddy Bridgewater Saints go to Chicago to take on the Bears. Uh, the Bears have just not lived up to the hype that was surrounding them this preseason. Who's their quarterback? Chase Dent. Well, Mitch, when I, I don't think he's playing this week. Oh, no. It's the Tennessee. I don't know his name. He's Tennessee. From Tennessee. Who? What's his name? I don't know his name. That's, the, wait. that's the thing. For what team? He's from University of Tennessee. The from Bears. I think they're going with... Uh, I, I don't know, though. But Wait, why? I didn't even see that. Is Chase Daniel Hurt or something? Or are they just going with him? That's weird. Chicago fans are calling for this guy. I don't know his name, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even... <laughs> this year has... They're like, anybody <laughs> except Chase Daniel would be great. Yeah. I mean, this year has been crazy with quarterbacks. I mean, duck for the Steelers coming in. Uh <laughs> It's just been a mess, and yeah, I'm pretty sure a dude out of the University of Tennessee. Uh, yeah. I don't. Uh, know Tyler name. Tyler Bray. Yeah, Tyler Bray from from University of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't expect them to. What? Where'd he come from? Was he even drafted? Is he like a free agent pickup? <laughs> Probably not. Tennessee football is terrible. So uh, he I mean, was like parking cars. And they were yeah, like, hey, you throw a ball? Undrafted in 2013. I knew it. There you go. All right. Uh, yeah, the Saints go in, continue this uh, streak they're on, and Teddy Bridgewater stays undefeated as their starter. This uh, The Saints defense might be the best in football right now. They're playing lights out. And, um, yeah, going against this, beating up Bears offense, even in a tough place to play in Chicago, I think that the Saints will win this one pretty handily. Every game Teddy Bridgewater plays right now, you know, he's running out of time. Yeah. And every good performance is that much furthering a contract elsewhere next season and a starting job probably somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's going to continue. I think the saints go marching on another clean sweep. Uh, then my game of the week Ravens at Seahawks MVP candidate versus MVP candidate at QB Lamar Jackson versus Russell Wilson, both solid defenses Ravens. As we mentioned earlier, just traded for Marcus Peters. Don't expect him to play this week, but Dude, Seattle is just way too tough to play uh, at home. Uh, the Seahawks get it done at home. Yeah, Wilson's an MVP candidate. Um, that running game has been great with Chris Carson and yeah. uh, Penny. And then that, that young defense has really came around and stepped up, um, playing a lot better than I thought they would have this season. So, And the Ravens, really, after that first couple of games where they didn't play anyone, put up some some blowouts and then have really kind of struggled since. I think that the Seahawks will win this game at home, and I think that the win actually pretty big. I did sit Russell Wilson on the fantasy team because I'm a little concerned about uh, the overall production against, I think, a pretty good Ravens defense. I still think the Seahawks will win the game. But I think the Ravens will uh, – I, I think Wilson's final numbers for the day will look less than MVP-like. 
All right, and then Sunday night football, the battle of the NFC East. Who will? Claim- I thought you were going to say the battle of the bastards. <laughs> yeah. Little Game of Thrones there. Yeah. Uh, I guess so. Uh, no, I was talking about their fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the worst. Uh, who will claim the top spot in the NFC East? Eagles go to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Uh, this is tough, but, I mean, the Cowboys' uh, pass game has been looking really well, and Sean mentioned it earlier. The Eagles' secondary might be the worst in the NFL so, this season. So I'm picking the Cowboys to get it done at home. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, the Eagles' secondary is terrible, but um, Randall Cobb left the game – or he didn't play last week, and then Amari Cooper left the game early. So they're still questionable we'll to see if they'll play this week. And I think that – I really do think that the Cowboys will lose four in a row here. I think that the defense has looked really bad the past couple of weeks. And I think that the Eagles will come out in this one and, and shock the world and uh, beat the Cowboys in Jerry's world. Because, I mean, the Cowboys, it's not really like home field advantage at Jerry's world. It's usually most of the time 50-50 <laughs> fans. I mean, they don't – it's not great. So, yeah, I think that the Eagles pull this one out. I got these two guys tying this week. <laughs> <laughs> A zero zero tie. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I'll tell you. You know, I I thought last week the Eagles had a chance to go into Minnesota and win a football game, and they were not up for the challenge. Uh, the Eagles really are struggling pretty bad. Uh, they're not really scoring a ton of points, uh, and I think as bad as the Cowboys have played four in a row. For a yep. team that's going to win the Super Bowl, just kidding, they're not. Um, but it's I, I I don't I mean I don't think the Cowboys are that bad of a team that they're going to lose four in a row. I really don't. But you never know with this league. But I'm I'm going Cowboys over Eagles. Also, we did not mention the fact that they lost to the Jets last week. Yeah, that was they fun to watch. To well, look, Jets. Sam Darnold. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> as, as that game was going on, our buddy Steve Risser uh, was all up on it, telling me how much better the Jets are when the quarterback's not a no-name third stringer. Uh, yeah. And I was like, well, yeah. I mean, that's that yeah, should that's... just be the way it is. That doesn't yeah. mean Darnold's good. It just means that the Jets suck less. With a legitimate quarterback. You know, how good that kid ends up being. Anyway, again, like with Daniel Jones and Kyler Murray, time will tell. Yeah. Speaking of the Jets. But so far, it hasn't been great. No, yeah. yeah. He, th- yeah he threw more interceptions than he did touchdowns last year. Yeah. So, I don't I – mean, it's a rookie season, but still, I mean, yeah, you got to see. see. Speaking of the Jets, they host the Pats for Monday Night Football. Pats have back-to-back New York teams. Uh, I don't expect a different result. Maybe even worse, the Pats are going to demolish the Jets. I think that this one actually has a chance to be um, tied down to the fourth quarter in this game. Um, Sam Darnold did look decent against the Cowboys, and I think that that, that brings a little life to their, their offense. But I do – and the Pat, Patriots offense – Really hasn't been great this season. the The defense has been the one carrying the load. Tom Brady, even against the Giants last week, didn't he had a pretty bad game. Honestly, he didn't do much. One interception, no touchdowns. But I think that, um, yeah, the Pats will pull this one out late. I think that it's a game up until the fourth quarter until the Pats pull away. J E 
don't just yeah, kidding. don't say it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Absolutely not. Uh, I'll be honest. I think if this game was two weeks from now, I might, might, might because I, I the Patriots aren't going to go undefeated. They are going to have to lose some games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and wouldn't it be something if they lost to the Jets? You know, yeah. uh, it it would give those disillusioned Jets fans that hope or that win for the season when they yeah. finish five and 11 and be like, but we beat the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, for the Jets, this is kind of their Super Bowl this week, week six. <laughs> yeah. So oh, good luck, Jets fans. I hope you get this one, but you're not. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the Browns, Steelers, Bucks, and Panthers all have a bye. Um, let's talk some fantasy football. Uh, for the top performers for week six, the perfect lineup would have been Lamar Jackson. He had 30. James Conner had 30. Nick Chubb had 28. Stephon Diggs had 42. I played a guy with Stephon Diggs. I, yeah, I traded away Stephon Diggs last week. Oh, man. He wasn't getting the ball because Kirk Cousins is a bum. Yeah, and then he puts up uh, 43. That's so. what bums do. And yep. then uh, Terry McLaurin, I started him over Odell this week. Good call. So move. Uh, for tight end, Hunter Henry had 30. Odell had double digits this week. Yeah. yeah that's Finally. Yeah, for real. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Yeah, and then at flex, David Johnson at twenty-seven, and the Patriots D had twenty-eight uh, for waiver wire this week. I think uh, Frank Gore, uh, he's been he's been solid. Uh, he's in every league almost. You can pick him up if if you're very tight on running backs, and especially this week, I think he he's going to score against. He might score against the Dolphins. Uh, Daryl Henderson, uh, you saw last week with. Uh, with Todd Gurley being out, he got uh, some touchdowns. He got a lot of touches. The rookie for the Rams, I think he'll get a lot of w- the workload. Uh, Marquise Brown, a lot of people are starting to drop him. Mm. After the first couple weeks, he's not living up to the hype. But I think uh, he will start to come back. And if he is dropped, you should pick him up. And one, if you are in a 20-person league or a 12-person league, and you are really struggling. You're having to go to the waiver wire every week to fill out your flex or something. Mm-hmm. Antonio Brown is starting to work out with teams and starting to get in talks. If you have him, get him, stash him. Who knows? Maybe he'll come back. Maybe he'll play. That's that's something you can do if you're that yeah. desperate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, looking forward to this week. <laughs> I think that for – to look who's going to have a big performance. I think that for quarterback, Jared Goff will bounce back, only having one fantasy point last week, which is abysmal. Oh, um, thank goodness for that. That was the uh, quarterback I was up against I, this yeah, past week. Me, a 1.1. What a bum. Yeah, but I think that he bounces back this week against a uh, very bad Falcons defense. The game's going to be very high scoring. I think that he's going to bounce back big. Uh and the, staying in the same game for the running back position on the other team, uh, Devontae Freeman has, after a first couple rough weeks, he's looked really good the past couple weeks, scoring um, right around 20 for the past three weeks. And I think that uh, stays the same this week in a very high-scoring game. For wide receiver, I'm going uh, John Brown coming off the bye for the Bills and going against the Miami Dolphins secondary. I think that he comes out and has a huge performance. And then uh, Darren Waller, 
another player coming off the bye, the tight end going against the Packers. I think he had another quiet week last week, so I expect, and he hasn't had much of those this season. He's been doing really yeah. good. I think he bounces back this week and uh, puts up a lot of points. Uh, Robbie Anderson of the Jets had a game, I think, with Darnold back. Darnold likes throwing to Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, he's a good guy to have. I got him in my starting lineup this week. I believe that much oh. in him. Um, Matt Barade and Tevin Coleman, I mean, that is the offense right now mm. for San Francisco. Yeah. Start one or running back, get the other guy at flex. You're looking at probably a good 25 to 30 points between those two guys. Uh, I mentioned it a couple times during the show, man. Uh, I think Kyler Murray's going to have a week. Uh, so if you've been sitting on him like I have all season, I only gave him one start so far, and that one blew up in my face. It was his worst game and one of uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson's best. Uh, yeah. uh, but I think this week Kyler Murray's going to be great. And how about Adrian Peterson? If you yeah. need a running back, you're desperate. I mean, he's getting the carries. Had a pretty yeah. good week against a non-professional football <laughs> team like the Miami Dolphins. But, uh, I mean, he's still got it. He's still going to get you some yards. Uh, and if that team scores touchdowns, good chance it's going to come because of him. Mm. Yeah, some some other guys to look out for this week. Uh, Philip Lindsay versus the Chiefs. He's starting to get it rolling after a tough start to the season. Uh, Jared Cook against the Bears. I, I like that matchup really well. Uh, the 49ers, D against the Redskins. I was able to pick them up this year. Uh, they were n- no yeah. one in my league had them. Which mm-hmm. is crazy because they're they're probably one of the best defenses yeah. in the league. Yeah, I picked up uh, the Patriots defense after week two, and that has paid big dividends <sighs> for my fantasy. Yeah. yeah, huge. And then uh, another one I got. I think with Patrick Peterson being uh, back, they they're gonna put him uh, focus him on uh, Golden Tate, and I think Darius Slayton might have himself a day. I like this it. week. So we'll see. You gonna put uh, Daniel Jones in your starting lineup? I wasn't able to get him. <laughs> yeah. Everyone really? else jumped on him. Yeah, yeah I put on. in a bunch of claims. I, yeah, I have him in both my leagues. I, I wasn't able to get in one of them, but I, I traded for him cause, just because <laughs> I needed him on the team. Just curious, what did you give up to get Daniel Jones? I'm not going to talk Come on, about tell it. us so we can laugh. <sighs> All right. What I gave you do, up, Sean? I gave up Carson Wentz and Stefan Diggs. Whoa! <laughs> for, for, for for Daniel Jones and Lashawn McCoy, and oh that my might have ruined my season. Uh, Yo. But Daniel Jones, all his rough games are in the past. I'm saying he's got a lot of good matchups coming up, so I like it. And Carson Wentz hasn't been great this season. Stephon Diggs is the only one that's really gonna hurt me. Someday on this show, I will tell you about the time I traded away a Mike Schmidt rookie card for. Two guys who I thought were going to be great. I'm not going to tell the story yet, <laughs> but just know that's how I feel right now. That's how you should feel. That's the that I got flushed. Hey, I believe in my guy Danny Dimes. It's still early in the season. He'll he'll get it done. That's my guy. That Mike Schmidt rookie card mints worth ten thousand dollars. Mm, okay. Dang, that's that's rough. All right. <laughs> That's going to be it for the show. Thank you guys for watching on Facebook Live. You can also find the replay of this on the new YouTube channel, Drawing yep. About the G-Men on out. YouTube. Check that out. Uh, tune in next week for the next live stream, and we hope to see you there. Take care.